and welcome back to Cheeky Crypto. My name is Nick. And my name is Chris. And Nick, what do we got in store today? Uh, nothing strenuous, not? I hope, Chris. Uh, we're just going to check out the market, see what's been going on. We'll get into the live chat, talk to a few people, see what we can do, do some charting, have a, a good yeah, look around and see what's going on in the crypto space, answer a few questions where we can, all that kind of usual good stuff. Nothing too too much on this Monday evening, right? We want to keep it pretty simple, start of the week and all that good good stuff. So um, as always, guys, as we get into this, if you find it useful and informative, hit that like button. We really do appreciate that. Um, any particular number that you're going after today, Chris? Oh, I don't know. Now, you, now you're asking, aren't you? <laughs> well, I, I reckon we've got to go for 250. I think it's going to be a quiet one today. I don't know why. Okay, cool. So let's see if we can get those likes smashed up to 250. That'd be cool. Um, if, of course, you are new to the channel and you uh, you know, want to stay up to date with everything that we do here at Cheeky Crypto, the news, the technical analysis, etc., then why not go ahead and subscribe, tap that bell, select all notifications, and in doing so, you will be kept up to date with everything that we do here at Cheeky Crypto. Right. With all that said, done and out of the way, Chris, anything else you want to add before we jump on down and uh, you know, take a look at the markets? No, let's just uh, crack on. Let's do it. Fantastic. I say we, you. <laughs> okay, so let's um, let's just give this a quick refresh, make sure we're using the most up-to-date information. We'll give that a quick zoom in. I'll just zoom out a little bit here. Um, so we have a 1.6, uh, trillion dollar market and um, so pretty good there we've got 133.5 billion dollars in trading volume bitcoin dominance of 43.6 and ethereum at 19.4 there are chris uh, you'll be amazed to hear 13,438 cryptocurrencies that's a lot of cryptocurrency so it is important that you do your own research on these cryptocurrencies right because there are influencers across youtube twitter Facebook, Instagram, and now even TikTok. And uh, sometimes these influencers, uh, they do research on projects. Sometimes they don't do enough research on projects. Therefore, you don't know if they're sponsored, reading a script, uh, whether they're planning on dumping their bags onto you. Uh, you don't know, right? So it's important that you do your own research. Do not just take one person's word for it. Do not even take my word or Chris's word. We are not financial advisors. We can't advise you on what you want, should be doing with your, with your funds and your finances, right? So it's important that you do your own research. No substitute for it. And um, so, uh, you know, in doing so, you're going to be able to dive into the tech, understand that a little bit better, understand what the use cases are, understand, of course, you know, um, the team as well in a bit more detail. And in doing all of these things, you're going to be able to identify those diamonds in the rough, those absolute hidden gems in the crypto sphere. And obviously, at the same time as doing that research and doing, you know, diving into the team, the tech, the use case, you're going to be able to identify the projects that you're going to want to avoid, ones that might be don't have any code or anything like that, right? Maybe their white paper is just six pages, two pages of which are nothing but graphics. Uh, in which case, it's going to be important to avoid those projects because ultimately, I don't think they plan to deliver anything. And you want to avoid anything that is going to part you with your hard-earned money and prevent you from making a profit on your portfolio. So no substitute for it, guys. Just do that research and you should be able to steer clear of the projects that you want to avoid and find absolute gems that are hiding out there as well. I'm not going to go on and on about it, um, but let's zoom out and see what's going on with these cryptos currencies. So this is the list of cryptocurrencies that we're invested in. I've probably missed half a dozen off of here as well. Um, but let's just start at the top. Bitcoin, half a percent down today, just above 60K here. Again, this is actually a pretty interesting kind of position for Bitcoin consolidating nicely, getting ready for a big move, I do feel. Uh, we have Ethereum up uh, half a percent. Uh, we've got Cardano down at 1.2. So again, coming down to those areas, I do anticipate a $1.90 move 
move, but then bouncing back off that uh, that 618 area of the chart. So interesting moves are happening with Cardano. Um, Solana up uh, above $200 now, um, you know, 1.2% in the green. Uh, it's actually consolidating down a little bit, was higher. Uh, we've got XRP, again, just above the support level of 107 at uh, negative 1.4. Polkadot uh, set a new all-time high. Fantastic. Uh, this is actually quite funny. I set, uh, We did a video at 8 o'clock. Uh, today and by 8 30 it hit the all-time high so that's pretty cool to see and doing well and big things to come when it comes to polka dot i do see more uh, more traction with that one uh we've got chain link 4.2 in the green avalanche uh, you know pretty much uh, uh, 0.3 of a percent not too much there but uh, still fantastic tech fantastic things going on with avalanche um litecoin half a percent Algorand uh, down pretty much 1%, Stellar's down 1.7, uh, VeChain doing exactly as we thought it would, uh, up 1.7 at the moment, but do we expect to pull back down uh, towards 13 cents, so lose half a cent on that one somewhere at some point soon. Uh, we've got um, Hedera Hash Graph here uh, down 1.5, we've got Crypto.com, uh, the CRO token, um, down 0.3, but still doing pretty well at uh, 21 cents. Uh, eGold um, down 1.2, Harmony's down to 5% now. This is 28 cent area. This is a real interesting point for Harmony. Um, so look for some reversals soon. I do feel we're going to be pushing back to the upside soon. Um, Zilliqa down 1.2. Uh, we've got uh, still above 10 cent, by the way. So it's still tracking really well. Anchors, uh, you know, had a consolidation. It pulled back down after a, a huge pump to the upside. <laughs> um, caught us all off guard. That was unexpected. I had some trades with the members we knew what was going on here we had some good targets and we just blasted straight through them and came back down again to the more realistic levels but um, still doing well at 2.1 in the green i still expect pretty good things for anchor by the way so even if you did buy the top of this pump uh, you're still some pretty good days ahead so don't worry too much um fetch ai uh down 1.4 but still good uh v4 up a good day today 9.8 sinking out in net agix uh, down 0.7, um, 33 cents, still doing okay. Uh, API 3, um, 0.2, so relatively flat. Multivax up to, uh, up 3%, sorry. These are really interestingly low areas for Multivax, so uh, pay attention to what's going on with MTV chart. Um, we've got SDAO, again, 1.2 in the green. Still very undervalued, I feel, for, for SDAO. So I do expect big things from Singularity down once Dynasets start launching. That's going to be impressive. Um, DSLA, 6.5%, uh, still doing well. Um, Silo here, half a cent, again, down 4%. Um, ShopX, uh, up 5.3. We've got uh, Venn Finance up 11.8. And Avai up 1.1. No spark just yet. So a bit of a mixed bag, right? Some areas of, of more profitability, some areas of consolidation. And again, you know, areas... Um, you want to buy up any i think harmony ones are a really good interesting point i know you did a buy order slightly higher than where it is today chris but um i think overall the market's looking pretty interesting and uh, nothing of concern for me is anything concerning you at the moment no i mean the the, the trades that i put in for for harmony are sold um somewhere near 37 i think then um and then obviously it's pulled back right so uh, I, I was always looking at uh, getting in at around the 29 cent, but I decided uh, it was more likely to come in at 30 cent. Went for that. I'm quite happy because I know it's going to go back up. There's so much happening um, when it comes to, to Harmony. And, you know, it's the majority of it's, um, I say the majority of it is probably not accurate, but a lot of it is community led with the DAOs. So um, start looking at DAOs. They're really important. And, um, 
it's a great way to actually get involved with Harmony. So lots going on. Expect it to do really well. Uh, we've been calling this one out for a while, right? And it always makes me laugh when we see some of the negativity uh, in the comment section because, you know, we know where this one's going and we talk about research and, you know, making sure that you do your research. It's really important so you know what it is that you hold because, you know, I talk about this all the time, you know, we saw it with Anchor. People, I'm going to sell my Anchor. We saw what happened with Anchor. Yeah, 70 odd percent in less than 24 hours. Come as a surprise to us. The timing's always the the hardest thing to to gauge. But we know that these projects that we're invested in have the ability to just go and do this and just go on a tear. Right? We expect Harmony to do it. We expect Anchor to to continue to to the upside at you know some point. You know and. Uh, one of the, the best indicators is people saying that they're selling their bags. As bad as that's, that, that, that is to say, it is a very good indicator. With, you know, within a week, we saw it with Harmony when it was uh, um, 15 cent, 16, 17 cent, you know, when it just went on that, that tear up to, to 39 cent, I think it went to. We saw it with VeChain, didn't we, the beginning of uh, the, the year, I think, or, or just before the end of the year. I can't remember, but it was about a one and a half cent in it you know, went up to about 15 cent. Um, so, you know, it's a good indicator. Um, people just need to to make sure that they, uh, they, 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 it's my opinion, but you should stick with the projects that you're invested in. Um, not financial advice, but just my, my open and honest opinion, right? Because uh, as soon as you move out of them, uh, they will go on a tear. So, so <laughs> that, that's usually what happens, isn't it? So, um, yeah. Chris, do you want to get into um, into the live chat and see you know, what's going on, answer a few questions, uh, if there are any, and all that kind of good stuff? Yeah, let's do it. Let's have a look. Let's go to, to the beginning and see what's up the top. Uh, baby Vet Mooning, lovely. Ada193. We did a couple of videos on, on Ada today, didn't we? So one from you, why you're not worried. One from me. The, to be realistic about when we uh, have, I guess, expectations for this one to start moving. And mark my words, it will. You know, I think I said something similar with, when it was like, you know, Harmony. Harmony will go on a tear just like Matic, right? I said this before. Um, Cardano is going to be literally the king of, of DeFi, in my opinion. Um, mark my words. Um, anyway, let's move on from that. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, XRP diamond hands. Oh, I love that. Lots of people asking about Silo Nick. Um, we've had a few people ask about um, Elrond. I almost did an Elrond chart today, um, but I chose to do yeah. Polkadot instead because the timing I think was, uh, was more to convey that Polkadot was going to go hit an all time high and then come back down. And you're coughing. <laughs> yeah, I'll mute myself. Um, Will there be a cheeky um, MTV stake bought in the future? Hmm. We did actually try to sort something out very early on, didn't we, with that one? Yeah, I, you know, I'm I'm still confident that this it could be a reality, but we're waiting on the team to sort of give us the the, the details as to to how that looks really. Um, so yeah, it's on the cards. It's it's possible. I'm never going to say something's not possible. Um, <clears throat> what else we got here? Uh, I'm a complete, uh, completely addicted to the multivac NFT marketplace. Um, so if that's the case, uh, make sure you're in our Discord. I can't say any more on YouTube. <laughs> it's 
going to be a stream like that. We'll have to call this one a bit let's, short. Let's 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 uh, say we've still got some mystery boxes. Oh, do we? We do. Yeah, we have we have some. We've we've given away a few. Can't remember how many now. Um, <laughs> I need to have a look at it. Um, but we've still got more, right? And the prices of these mystery boxes are going up. And if you get something that's good, uh, like a five star rare nft out of one of these mystery boxes that can be worth even more so um you know and we are going to give away all the ones that multivac um gave to us so uh, head on over to discord um okay what else we got <clears throat> you have to excuse me i've got a terrible cough v chain review please or quant um which one do you want should we go for v chain i was gonna say let's go with quant just Purely because we've done some trading with the, the members. Sure, we can do. Um, in fact, the chart for Quant is already up here. So um, why not? Let's um, let's dive into the world of Quant to start with. There's not a lot of data here. So um, let's give it a whirl. Okay, guys. So um, this is Quant paired up with USDT. Weekly chart. Binance is our data source. Um, so obviously, we only have really from July um, through and up here. But we have got a couple of trends. So we have put on here... Um, you could grab hold of my brush here. So we obviously have trend up, trend down, right? So basically anchor point, anchor point, and anchor point. Okay, this allows us then to kind of see uh, where, you know, things might go. 1,471, uh, 4.236 extension from a current position of $274.10, um, right? So we have actually been doing some trading with the members today on Quant. So it's good to see that kind of come in. Now, let's actually just uh, bring this into our daily. Okay, and uh, what I will do is actually remove our, uh, let me just remove this one off daily. So we end up with a more conservative model, right? So obviously $1,400 uh, on our weekly is based on the, the low areas that we have. Um, and obviously, yeah, it's three anchor points that we we're just talking about. But we can be more conservative by taking the higher three, the lower four. And it's coming in about $993. Okay, so um, this is a good area, I think, to be bouncing from, you know, taking a good target here from our current position. It puts it, you know, just short of about a 5x, which shouldn't be too far off, uh, you know, expectations on that kind of front. So um, interesting, right? So actually more of a 4x, I should say, really. Um, so we take a look at this daily chart. We're obviously oversold right now. So there's a huge push to here on our daily to the upside overall. So we are going to be looking for recovery. And if I just make this a little bit bigger, you can see where we've actually been in on the entry points today. Uh, we came down on this pink line just at the bottom here, um, 272.50, I think, something like, yeah, 272.50. And we're looking to ride this up a little bit. But uh, so the expectations here are to, of course, you know, take this price up from this lower area that we're currently sat on with Quant, take it up a little bit higher, but do expect some volatility, right? We've got a lot of resistance to kind of work our way through here on this journey to the upside. Once we push past this resistance line, mainly coming in at about $300, right? Just under $300. There's a huge resistance line down here. Uh, once we push past that, we'll come back down, test it as support. Once that's support, I think we've got a pretty easy ride pushing past and up towards 321. Um, and then this journey back up to this higher bound here, the 618702786. This is where you're really going to struggle a bit. Um, but once we pass all that, we'll go into price discovery mode and we'll continue that growth to the upside overall. Now, it's good to just note that we are oversold here on the daily. And when we jump down into our hourly, we're also oversold. So we are expecting a bit of a push now with uh, Quant to the upside. We obviously had our buy area come in. 
uh, already just down here um, and we are looking to push up now right so and um, one of the things that we were looking for was uh, was basically a big push um to kind of bring this back down and back in line with our expectations so what we were really tracking uh, was ultimately a big of a, an a b and c kind of move now um, we've only just actually dropped down lower than our a wave right so it's a very very poor c wave you i was actually thinking this was going to come down a little bit lower to be more neat but um ultimately you know it's in there and now we're looking for the reversal so it does look actually this seems to be a good bottom in, uh, area for us this seems to be an area that we've wicked down to quite a bit um, and again it looks like we're finding good areas of port down here now we can get that reversal we are looking for a big push to the upside and um, where we'll probably find an area of resistance that uh, will probably come in somewhere approximately around this area of 280 and before getting a pull back and then a push back to the upside i do anticipate us moving to at least 290 again this is another area of major resistance and um, on that journey to the upside with quant that would be basically just a six percent push from that lower area up to that higher area there of 290 so again uh, not a huge kind of you know, price spike but again it'll be a little bit of a bump to the upside before kind of another correction comes in and takes us to the upside of course you know we have things that could happen here is we actually have rather than an abc is we actually have a really big push with a more of an impulsive move where we actually continue that journey to the upside overall uh, and again this is a um, you know something that could happen and uh, could be really big for quant right so again you know not rolling anything out at this point until we kind of get to this upper area here we're not going to know for sure what is likely to happen but the hourly and of course the daily are supporting pretty big moves with quant right now so everything's coiled up quite nicely and um, so everything's kind of ready to see that that next step here with uh, with quant now i'm going to just jump over to the avida.io dashboard and uh, see if we can just check out quant here i'm just trying to see if i can actually find um quant on our list um i can't see it on there so is that it there that quant i quite tell let me come and um actually just search out for quant here let me just find my assets and do we have quant see for looking though chris if not i'll just search it see if it's on here quant there we go a dashboard now we have a dashboard for it so what we want to do is we want to check the fear and greed index the sharp ratio the uh, ami had ratio we want to want to check our moving averages as well as the profitability right we'll just remove that down uh we don't need the trading view so here we can see that the fear and greed index is a d so obviously we've been pulling down quite nicely taking a bit of a correction and again now we're looking to rise that fear and greed index into a more greedy area from our area of um of extreme fear so we're right now in extreme fear the sharp ratio is obviously quite negative as well and basically saying that we might not want to have exposure to quant right now so again uh, the risks do outweigh the rewards for quant so again this is going to be an interesting thing um, i think we're in a nice low area coiling down on that daily and of course on that uh, the hourly chart but again i'm going to monitor this to see whether or not we're actually going to get the reversal which i'm expecting to happen uh, over the next few weeks but if not then actually quant might be done so again we'll monitor this but for now i do anticipate that actually this is going to reverse and actually start to say that the rewards do outweigh the risks and we take a look at liquidity not a problem a2 so buying and selling is fine uh, moving averages down at c2 so again obviously we have been tracking down so therefore our moving averages are of course going to be impacted by that profitability has come down a little bit but it's still an a1 rating my main concerns here are 
that the sharp ratios are a rating of D as well as our fear and greed index. Those two things compounded together would actually say that you don't necessarily want to be having too much exposure to quant right now. And you might want to see this richly reverse. But again, at the same time, um, this is where potential opportunities do lie if you are truly believing in the technology. So when we jump back into here, knowing that we're completely oversold on our daily and oversold on our hourly, um, we could potentially see a bit of a push to the upside and um, with some activity. Whether this push to the upside now is enough to get that reversal, much is very much needed um, to kind of see us uh, correct that sharp ratio and that uh, fear and greed index will be the things that we'll be watching out for in the next couple of days. But uh, Quant, for me right now, obviously we were looking at this one earlier with the members and there's a good opportunity to scrape some profits here. Um, that's what we're doing. Um, but again, long term, I would be a little bit concerned until I start to see that sharp ratio kind of flip over and actually start to work for us rather than against us. Um, but Chris, is there anything else you want to add on, on the Quant side of things? Solid project, expects it to, to do really, really well. Uh, you know, there's lots of people that, highlighted this but i kind of felt like they highlighted it when the the value wasn't really there they were talking about it that like more of the peak area and um sometimes that's unfortunate for, for for influencers um they've probably got a lot of stick um but you know for for me it is a solid project and i don't think they were were too far wrong i just think the timing was terrible um so yeah expect this one to to do really well um you know but i think we just have to be um, realistic about expectations, right? Like how many X do we expect it to do this bull cycle? It's kind of the point that I'm, I'm making here. Um, I think there are um, probably more like other projects that are going to do more in terms of X uh, and potential gains. But I do think this one's a solid project. And for the long term, it's going to be right up there. Awesome. Cool. Okay, right. Let's move on. Um, what we got here? So we've got a super chat. Uh, Jasmai. Uh, can we do TA on Jasmai? J A S M Y. It's on Bitrex. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Let me. Um... There's not a huge amount of data. <laughs> Um, but there's Just definitely the there's definitely data there. Let me for a laugh. I'll show you, show you this. So um, here we go. Uh, I'm not even sure how you want to say this. Jasmine, Jasmine, as Chris was saying it. J A S M Y. I know nothing of the project. Uh, we only have data here on Bittrex from the 17th of May, which obviously was an unfortunate time to to potentially launch, <laughs> um, because you were going down, 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 and uh, nowhere but down. Obviously, we started to see the correction and the push to the upside. Uh, we can see the month of September just here, and then obviously the push afterwards. So that's actually looking pretty good. We are overbought though, apparently, uh, according to the stochastic RSI. But there's really not enough information to be useful with that. And when we jump into our daily, though, we can obviously see a little. A little bit more of that detail of what is going on here not a huge amount uh, we are approaching the overbought area though so potentially expecting some kind of pullback on the daily at some point soon although you know history does show us actually moving up here for a while and again i'm not overly confident that this is overly useful uh, without so much data available to us so let's jump into our hourly again that is looking like we're overbought quite heavily so again um potential for a pullback to occur um actually come back up into our daily here so there's a huge spike just here of a couple of days um so potential fomoing activity coming in and obviously pulling back um, and obviously same thing occurred this side right so basically you know late july 
and then obviously pulling down in August and September, pushing out in October, slight pullback, pushing back up again. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's really difficult to say because there's not a huge amount of information here. I'm just trying to get my bearings on it. Where are they? one sec. Um, I'm trying to understand what it is the use case is. <laughs> no idea. Do you any any of the clearer? No, no, I, I really don't. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, uh, not a huge amount of information, definitely uh, on the charts here. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to get anything overly useful, other than the fact after this recent pullback, we are heading out to a two point one, uh, two point six one eight. Um, not really the best to be looking at. I think ultimately just expect a pullback to occur at some point soon. And considering the degree of the upward swing here, I think there's a high probability it's going to be a steep one. Um, so if we just take into consideration this, um, and if that was the high and we do start to see a reversal, we could potentially be pulling back down to 10 cent um, to the 786, even though the worst case, that'd be 11. Sorry, the best case might be 11.4 cent right back down into this area of consolidation that you were at previously. Um, so you could start to see a pullback right down to here um, relatively rapidly. And again, this would be pretty much in line with what you'd seen previously as well. Um, so I'd be a bit cautious on that one right now. Um, it looks promising, but I don't know enough of why. There seems to be traction here, um, specifically well, when that traction wasn't there previously. So it looks like it, it's been lit listed on Coinbase. So I don't know if that's a recent thing. Um, possibly is a recent thing. Um, but the team looks immense. So it might be uh, one for us to research, Chris. But yeah, um... it'd be one for us to research for sure. It looks looks uh, interesting just because of the team. Um, so yeah, I will get to the bottom of this one and figure out what on earth they're doing. Yeah, I think um, you know, give it some more time, get more data in there. Uh, there's not a huge amount available to us, not of useful stuff. We obviously have a downtrend, and now we have an uptrend. Um, but some of the history is quite interesting where it goes up and then pulls back quite significantly. So, um, yeah, one to I was going to say, I was going to say only 10% of the total supply is circulating. So I need to understand what the, the plan is with the token distribution as well. So yeah, but an interesting project one to definitely take a, a bit of a look at. Um, so we've got Simon super chat. Really appreciate that. Um, Hi, will Singularity Net still reach $7 this run? What are your thoughts, Nick? Yeah, so this is where it gets quite um, difficult with AGI-X because obviously the chart for Singularity Net did indicate, um, you know, the, the old AGI token, this is uh, that old smart contract, um, was indicating about $8, right? That's where it was kind of tracking. But now, obviously, with the new contract for AGI-X, um, launching over on the Cardano ecosystem. I still think, yes, we're going to get there. But I have absolutely no data to back that on, <laughs> uh, which is obviously not what I like. I like to have data to kind of, you know, back up my claims. But I do think that actually with it launching on the ecosystem and everything that the Singularity ecosystem is going to be delivering, I think that's a fair assumption. Now, if not, then I'm quite happy to hold my AGIX during a bear market and build it up because the next cycle is going to be absolutely massive for Singularity um, as a whole. That's uh, AGIX, SDAO, NuNet, um, all of it is gonna be absolutely massive, right? So um, I would like to think that it's going that high, but obviously, you know, if it doesn't, then it's still gonna be able to cash out on this bull run with wherever it does end up. 
um, whether that is only at uh, you know four dollars, five dollars, wherever it does end up, we'll still be able to cash out and of course build up a bigger position during the bear market with those profits that are taken this cycle, or just carry it through, get it staked, and again earn nice passive income that way as well. Um, but yeah, I do anticipate personally, I do think that we are going to kind of get to those levels, uh, seven to eight dollar range. Um, but I have absolutely no data to back it up. Uh, it's a brand new contract with very limited amount of uh, of information available. Like, you know, um, we talked to the team, that's that's really transparent, right? Um, but, you know, what I'm going to say now, this hasn't come from, from the team at all and could could not be accurate. It might not be accurate, right? But, you know, for, for me, they're, they're building like a, an ecosystem of different projects, right? Um, you know, you've got NuNet that's obviously going to be joining the Singularity family. You've got um, SDAO, so Singularity DAO. Um, and then you've got, you know, Singularity Net. So, you know, you've got some more that are going to be coming as well. Um, but, you know, when you look at Singularity DAO and what they're looking to do with Dynasets and all that sort of stuff, I, I personally can see a lot of the tokens from all these different projects getting sort of locked away in staking and yielding um which is going to take a lot of it off the market right but i guess it's a case of in what time yeah um a bit like when i talk about ada and like cardano for example you're kind of dependent on the transaction volume i think this is something similar but completely different with agix i think you're waiting for you know the dyna sets and the different pair pairs on um, Singularity DAO. I think also you've got a lot of the uh, AGIX and Singularity DAO coming off exchanges and going into private wallets for some of the new projects that are going to be starting up on the SDAO launchpad. So I think there's lots going on. Uh, it's all exciting stuff, and uh, for me, I can see I can see the price moving, you know, reasonably well. Um, but you know, it's dependent on all of these other moving parts from a fundamental side of things. That's my, my, my thoughts and opinion being really transparent. And that hasn't come from the team. <laughs> <clears throat> cool. Okay. Let's move on. Um, any thoughts on P B X? Is this, so this is, <clears throat> this is one on Cardano, I think. So it'd be a new one. Um, I, I don't know this one. Do you know it? I... <coughs> got a really bad cough. Excuse me one sec. Terrible. So um, it's a DeFi project, I think. And we all know what Chris thinks about DeFi on Cardano. So, so um, but yeah, I, Chris really likes DeFi. <laughs> I, I like DeFi on Cardano. I think Cardano is going to be the king of DeFi. I keep saying it. Um, but yeah, no, I think this one's... A really good price at the moment. Um, whether it continues to go down, I don't know. It's down about twelve percent today. Um, I think the su circulating supply is is pretty good as well. Um, but for me, it, it's really early. But I like the idea, the use case, the NFT side of things that they're going to be doing, where you can. I think is it like lease, rent, NFT pieces of art and stuff. Really interesting stuff. Um, yeah, it's it's a unique one, but I do need to look at it in more detail. Um, it does look good off the face of face of it. 
<clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's not got a lot of data to, to chart on. It's only got 46 days worth. Uh, it does look overbought right now, but um, I think we need to see more information because it's still in that kind of price discovery mode. It hasn't really figured mm. itself out yet. Yeah, I mean, their light paper is a pretty decent length um, to call it a light paper. Um, really um, descriptive in, in what they're looking to do. I just need to study it a little bit more and just try to understand the technology that sits behind it all. Um, so yeah, but it does look like a good project right off the bat. Cool. Cool. Okay. Um, <clears throat> terrible. I apologize, guys. I've got a really bad cough still. Um, quick TA on Harmony. Sure. Do it. Sure. Like a bit of Harmony. Um, we'll um, jump in. Let's jump into Harmony. Let's see what's going on. Um, okay, cool. So weekly chart, guys, as usual, five impulsive waves to the upside. I think most people are comfortable with this right now. Um, and that's kind of where we think the bull run's ending with wave five. Um, and again, that should be you know, either the end of this year, December-wise, or um, beginning of uh, 2022, like quarter one. And the reason for this, before if I actually just jump into one thing before we actually talk about um, one harmony, uh, the reasoning for for that okay this is bitcoin um with bitstamp um so we can check out the entire history of bitcoin in one screen right there you go beautiful thing to look at um, and basically what we're looking at is we're breaking down all the different times between peaks between the peaks of the bull runs and uh, the bull run lengths and all that kind of stuff with bear market lengths and basically you know this actually kind of gives me an idea that maybe the 20th of december 2021 is going to be the peak of bitcoin if that's the peak of bitcoin then we should start to see quarter one being the peak of many of these other altcoins right so that's kind of how i get to that point in time you know i think that december is going to be the month where we actually see um the peak of bitcoin and then obviously money starts rolling out of bitcoin into ethereum and then once Bit ethereum has peaked uh, then you obviously roll into um, all the other altcoins right they won't all go at the same time there'll be some that will go before others and as i said this morning on the cardano video i expect ada to be probably one of the last ones to actually get pumped and it'll be massive i think it's probably going to be one of the biggest performers of the, the entire bull run if i'm being brutally honest um so this is where it comes from right so this is why i say quarter one of 2022 um, for most like most things like Harmony 1 peaking, right? So uh, when we jump back to um, the chart here for Harmony 1 and we talk about that fifth wave, we, we anticipate that being uh, the beginning of, uh, of 2022, right? So January or February or March, one of those three months that's going to be roughly where we think it's going to be. Okay, so five impulsive moves to the upside. Um, this was really confirmed once we got into wave three and that started to pull back into wave four. Okay, that's where we got the confirmation that this is impulsive to the upside and was not just a big ABC move. Okay, so again, looking at four, making sure it doesn't cross one and then we go for five. Now on this weekly chart we have our optimistic model where we think harmony one is likely to go okay in order for us to understand this we take the low of wave two the high of wave three and the low of wave four take those three points and three trends okay specifically there's the three trends that we want the downtrend for wave two the uptrend for wave three and the downtrend for wave four those three trends allow us to predict out where we think wave five is likely to go, which would be 96.5 cent, okay? So based on the entire bull run, right, and how far we've had pullbacks here and here, and the push that we've had to push up up here, this allows us to predict that wave five is likely to push up to 96.5 cent. Now that's the 
um, optimistic model, okay? And um, the structure of this is working out quite nicely and therefore 96.5 is where we think it's gonna go. That being said, we want to be conservative. We want to make sure that people don't uh, get left with a bag that they don't want to carry into the bear market. And therefore we have a conservative model as well. Just looking at one trend, one trend in particular being the one that saw Bitcoin drop from 65K down to 28K, the higher three and the lower four. When we take those two into consideration and just those two, we can actually see this moving out to 80 cent. Okay, that 80 cent level um, from our current position is about 176%. So again, a good push uh, profit still to be had here, even if you were buying this at the uh, all time high of 38 cent, yeah, 38 cent, then we can, of course, still expect us to push up towards the 80 cent level, okay? A nice conservative area to sell your bags across these areas um, and these particular targets without being being too concerned about timing the exact top of the bull run, okay? Um, so we have good structure here. We obviously had the cup and handle that targeted out the 33 to 34 cent area. We overwicked that, we got to 38 cent, and then we pulled back. The pullback is very much expected. And we can, of course, take a look at our stochastic RSI on this daily and see that it is oversold right now meaning that we're coiling up ready for the next step to the upside. Um, so everything's on the daily charts looking very, very good. When we jump back to evide.io just to check the underlying data to make sure it's looking pretty good from that perspective, we can see a B1 rating overall. We come down to the fear and greed index. This is a rating of D. So there's extreme fear. Obviously, as the price plummets, people potentially sell at a loss when they were buying at 38 cent, selling at 28 cent. But the sharp ratio is an A2, indicating that we want exposure to the uh, Harmony One asset right now, and therefore buying that fear might be a good idea, right? So again, using these two indicators really give us a good idea as to what we might want to do. Uh, we want exposure and people are willing to sell it at discounted rate, therefore buy that fear. When we come down, we have the profitability in A1. It's been very, very profitable, more profitable than Bitcoin, Ethereum, Cardano, and a few others. Um, we have A2 on the moving averages, 10, 50, and 100 days are looking very, very good. And liquidity is fine as well with an A2 rating, buying and selling is pretty fluid. So the only thing here that's odd and out of place is the amount of fear in this space. And um, so when we jump back in here and we come back into our hourly view, of course, we can take a look at some of these moves that we've been tracking, right? We've been tracking all these nicely. Um, and obviously right now we're obviously seeing this big pullback, right? And again, not the, the, let me actually just put that back. I need to put that back where I found it. Um, so we'll see, we had the pullback here for four, which actually went a little bit lower. So we can go ahead and track that there. And again, we're looking for a wave five as well to come and take us up. Now we are of course talking about a big A, B and C correction here. Okay. So we can see that happening. And again, this is actually coupled with another ABC that we saw on this side, A, B and C. Uh, and then obviously we pushed up with an ABC, right? A, B, and C. So what we have here, well, we have something very similar to what we saw down here with a bunch of ABCs, um, but we're not actually forming out a triangle, at least not in a decent kind of form of one. It's fine though. We can of course just and acknowledge that there is a bunch of ABCs here, um, you know, these corrections both to the upside and to the downside, and we're not getting anything impulsive just yet. And um, here's your bigger A, B, and C. So uh, what we were looking for was a big break to the upside, but we yet to actually see this, and we can kind of see that um, you know we yeah even this one's a bit odd. We haven't really had that big push to the upside just yet. Um, put that back there and actually zoom in on this bit here for a second. So um, here. I'm not sure what time frame we need to look at. There's a real odd ABC. So we had an A, we pushed up, we pushed back, then we pushed up for a C. 
Um, and then we are really scrapping here to find this. So we are potentially expecting to pull back down lower than this C over here. Um, again, potentially pulling in towards our area of um, of 26 cent. Now, we're actually on the support level of 28. Okay, so um, we might not fall down as low as that. But, you know, it's interesting to just kind of point out that we are expecting to go down lower than our A wave over here. We haven't yet done this. Um, so again, we'll be tracking that to see if we are going to you know, potentially pull back down. Now we are, of course, uh, on that stochastic daily, uh, sorry, a stochastic hourly coming out of this overbought area. So the push here um, potentially could see us then pull back down into completing this C wave. And then obviously once we've completed this C wave, we'll again be looking to see if we actually have another push back to the upside. So although frustrating these recent moves with um, with Harmony 1, they, they are kind of explained as just correction moves. Uh, all these ABCs are just corrections right now. So the market's just trying to figure itself out after calling calling off a bit after setting an all-time high. Um, and again, once we actually find good levels of support, which is being found here at the 28 cent level, then we can start to see this thing steadily move into this fifth wave and push right back up into the upside. And uh, this would actually put us up towards, if I come back into our daily, our... Um, moving up towards our area of 51.2 cent. Okay, that's the 2.618. And so that's really where we're targeting. We're looking to push right up here, past that set new all-time highs towards our 51 cent zone. So overall, um, it's actually looking pretty good. It's in a pretty good position. We just need to kind of wait this thing out and make sure that we don't succumb to the fear um, that is being indicated within the data. And then obviously start to see this thing nicely rise its way back up and head towards some of these targets. So I'm not worried about Harmony. It's doing incredibly well. I just stake it, keep it nice and uh, passive income <laughs> earning on that. And um, yeah, that's it really. Chris, anything else you want to add on Harmony 1? No, just like I say, start researching DAOs, get involved. Um, there's lots of different DAOs that are popping up. Um, you know, DAOs are going to be a big thing uh, moving forward. There's, you know, uh, I've talked, I haven't really talked about like decentralization uh, in huge amounts of, of detail. I mean, maybe when we first started the channel, we we were talking about it, but certainly not in regards to, to Harmony. And there is a big push. You're going to see this with many projects for, for decentralization. This is where like a project team will hand over to the community. And there's a big push uh, for, from Harmony on this. So you're seeing all these different DAOs popping up. And uh, obviously, you know, you can become like governors of, of a particular DAO. Um, you know, it pays quite handsomely as well. Um, you know, if you're, you're really interested and you want to get involved and you want to help shape you know, a particular aspect of the ecosystem. You know, for example, there's a validator DAO, um, a community DAO. Um, what's the one that we put our names forward for, Nick? Always forget. Um, the creative DAO. <laughs> the creative DAO. So there's there's lots to, to, you know, look at, get involved with, and, um, you know, help shape the, the, the actual project, right? So um, all in, you know, the, the long term of, aim of decentralization right and you're going to see other projects doing this um as well right it's going to be a big push for it couple that with the multi-chain aspect that i do talk about an awful lot uh, in regards to, to harmony you combine those two things and i think you know you've got uh, longevity uh, to your project um so yeah fantastic news really awesome perfect right okay um We've got another super chat here from Scott. Oh, VRA. Veracity. <laughs> I actually did TA on Veracity last night. Um, 
was looking interesting. Is that the one? Oh, yeah. So it didn't actually come through, did it? That's why. Um, let me see if I can find it. I know I've got it somewhere on here. Um, not this. There's TA, obviously. But, um, you know, taking a look at what's going on. Let me, mm. let me bring this up. Whee. Okay. So, Veracity to the or paired with USDT. We're using KuCoin as the data source on here. Now, um, I will just quickly just shoot out here to the uh, weekly chart so you get the idea. There's five impulsive moves to the upside. Okay, uh, one, two, three, four, and five, right? Five moving up nicely to the upside. Based on what we've been talking about previously, the trend of two, the trend of three, and the trend of four, when we take into those into consideration, we see 24.3 cent. And that's the optimistic model. That's where we think things are likely to land by the end of the bull run for veracity. Now, when we jump into our daily, uh, we obviously only take a look at the wave three and wave four, uh, and this predicts out 21.3. Okay, so this is a more conservative model uh, than, uh, than optimistic. So again, Using those two, we kind of get a good flavor that actually we want to be in these kind of areas and we should be okay. Now, we had uh, a cup and handle, we had a buy zone, and obviously we had the cup and handle achieved, I believe. Let me just quickly check to make sure that we are on the same page with my own thinking. Uh, yeah, so we actually came in here um, at uh, 7.5 cent. That's uh, the target for the cup and handle. Uh, if I actually had that drawn on the right line, that's approximately around here, 7.5. Five cent, right? So uh, we've obviously had the cup and handle. We had that achieved. Now we're turning that 7.5 cent into a support line and it will allow us to continue the journey to the upside. Now, obviously the fantastic opportunity that was down here, whether you know you were actually able to see that as an opportunity at a time, right? You're looking down uh, what seems to be a downtrend market, right? What loads of influences in the space were frustrating the hell out of me calling it a, a bear market because obviously a lot of frustrated um you know investors then start saying we don't know what we're talking about because you know such and such a person said we're in a bear market for example right we weren't in a bear market we we're just in a fourth wave correction and then we got uh, the one reversal thing, one to thing the i upside. would say one thing i will say is it's funny because i watched one of these individuals say that they've always been saying that it wasn't a bear market and i remember back in may they were <laughs> well that's just it isn't it it's um it can it frustrate us because you know obviously we can see what's going on with the data. Nonetheless, we, we were referencing there's a buy zone down here, right? We saw this opportunity here and here, and then we had an extended opportunity right in here as we bottomed out that wave four ahead of where we were going next. That was a good opportunity to basically buy veracity at less than a cent, okay? Um, basically one cent down to a seventh of a cent. And then obviously ride it all the way up here where we were going into 4.5 cent, pull back for the, for the handle, here and then obviously go ahead up to 7.5 now we're turning 7.5 cent into a support line as we lower our stochastic down into an oversold area so veracity is actually getting into a pretty good place uh in terms of getting ready for a big move to the upside again uh, we just take a look at where it was uh you know previously at the bottom of our handle just down here right uh, oversold then we rode it all the way up to the overbought area we stayed up in the overbought area for quite some time we actually lowered the stochastic right here this little tiny dip and then we rode it right the way back up again now we're in a good position to basically take this right the way back up again and um, so it's actually looking really really good so when we jump down into our hourly again you're looking at this push to the upside right now this is actually where we start to break this down in a little bit more detail right we can start to see that what's going on here um, and then we start to actually analyze you know what are the moves now this um was actually looking for a c which would have come into this point here now i probably need to get this on a different timeline um let me just pull that in so what we're looking for here is now a push. Now, is this an ABC move 
or is this actually going to be a much bigger play? Now, uh, one thing that we can say is that this is not an ABC because C never went lower than A. Um, so actually, it's not that's not what we're looking at, right? So we could be looking at a totally different more uh, different move altogether, um, different pattern forming out here. So. Uh, Probably have to give this a little bit more time to make it a little bit clearer to me, but this is not playing out. This is not happening. And um, so instead, there is something else going on here that we need to be, you know, monitoring. There's a big push to the upside here, a pullback, and we could actually be more in an impulsive move to the upside. So I think in the next little while, we'll be very clear on seeing where that's going. But we have got loads of room to grow on our hourly, loads of room to grow on our daily. Um, so again, we are looking to push up nicely now. So where, what we're going to do is we're going to take a look and um, what we're going to do is we're going to take this area here. Let's if I actually um, grab the right thing. We're going to grab this area just here. I can't even draw in a straight line. Bear with me. Always get these problems when we're live, Chris. Um, let me draw on a straight line. There we go. Um, so basically, retracements uh, also came down really low, and then we took off again, right? And so we are targeting out 9.5 cent. I think that's probably a realistic area for us to now move up towards and then get a reversal from. I don't think we'll necessarily do that in one move, though. I would anticipate that actually we'll just push up. We'll pull back down, retest an area of support, and then push up towards it, right? And this actually could be a play for more of a five impulsive move, whereas in we have one, we have two, we potentially have a, a wave three, a pullback for four, and then a push up for five. Uh, and again, you know, that's probably an extreme version of it, but, uh, you know, we might actually be on a much, much bigger play overall. So um, again, I'd be monitoring that to see how that goes, but things are looking pretty good for Veracity right now. Um, really hard to actually kind of place out what's going on here. These uh, these retracements are a bit odd, and they're almost impulsive in their nature, but they're not impulsive moves. Um, so I'm going to have to spend some time just looking at this. I'm probably looking at it on the wrong time frame to really uh, accurately see what's going on, but... Um, for me, yeah, I'd say that everything's looking looking pretty good for Veracity, even if we just pay attention to the overall trends of where things are going, finding that we are looking for a good support level here ahead of where we're going next, and overall knowing that we're moving out towards 21.3 cent conservatively, I'd be pretty happy to hold uh, Veracity for 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 that kind of length of time just to see that one play out. Um, and uh, I think you know, the use case is something that we've been monitoring for a while as well, isn't it, Chris, Veracity? It's something that um, yeah. you know, we've looked at quite a bit and we're very interested in getting into um, quite early on um, in the bull run, kind of late 2020, we were kind of looking at it. Um, but yeah, it's very, very interesting stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> so there's uh, another super chat here. Really appreciate that. P-Y-R question mark. So this is a, a gaming one, right? Like, um, would I be buying it now? No, not right this moment. It's It's gone on a bit of a tear, hasn't it? So I think it's up 12.45% uh, today. Um, runs on the Polygon Matic chain. Um, but, you know, it's a, a you know, I, I guess a way that you can um, or bring your ideas to life is the way that they framed it. You know, fast growing blockchain game and DApp platform so basically it's a gaming platform um yeah it looks it looks good um you know but like all of this is all, all of this hype is coming off the back of facebook right and um we've talked about it on on the channel around gaming um you know projects and the collectible projects you know with like uh chilies for example and these sorts of projects that we kind of feel like won't retrace like some of the others <clears throat> and um you know with all that said with all this hype 
like I, I, I think a BitBoy did a video on it because he had watched a video that George had done because nobody in this world copies each other. Um, but you know, like they're all changing their focus and moving towards the metaverse and, and, and stuff like that. And I think there has to be sort of um, somebody that just sort of highlights that we need to do this with caution, right? Because you're now going to start to see lots of gaming uh, metaverse projects, um, rug pull and, you know, all, all of the negative stuff that you kind of see happening. You're going to start to see more of that with some of these gaming projects that that pop up, right? So that's exactly isn't say... it, Chris? Because it's what you saw. Dogecoin went on a run. So what do you see? <laughs> it, people are chasing. They're chasing the money, right? And yeah. you never win when you chase money, right? That's why Nick and myself always say you don't jump, you know, projects unless something fundamentally changes that's negative, that changes the possible outcome that you saw when the fundamentals were as they were before that change, right? So. Um, I, I want to be cautious around metaverse. I agree that the gaming and the metaverse and all this sort of stuff is, you know, it's good. You got to get into it. Um, you know, you've got to have a, a solid project, and I think that's the point that I want to make, right? Um, and and you don't want to FOMO in. And I'm, my concern is at the moment everybody's going to FOMO in. Um, I mean, like less than a week ago, this project was eight dollars. And less than nine dollars it's now twenty one thirty two now I'm not suggesting that it's not worth that, but a lot of value has disappeared right yeah that's exactly it's it. about it's about being early and um you know we think we found I think we found an absolute gem of the uh, it's not live it's not live yet um but we do think we found the one that we're going to invest in. Um, we've done a few member videos. We're going to release a video tomorrow, which is an interview with the team. Um, I met them at the uh, Cardano. No, it wasn't the Cardano Crypto Summit. Crypto AM. Crypto AM Summit yeah. in London. Um, when was that? Back in August, September? Can't remember. September. September, I think. Yeah. Um, great team. Uh, we know some of the you know people in the space that they're working with. We know they're legit. Um, you know and we've seen videos of like and it just looks immense um the use case the way they're putting it all together looks immense um it's going to be on the cardano ecosystem for me cardano is you know got a huge community i think just with that fact alone it's going to do really really well and yeah i think you're gonna have to i think the land is where the value is I think it's a mixture. I think that actually it's where it's structured. You'll learn more about it tomorrow. Um, but I think um, everything that they're doing is actually, it's not just about land and buying land in the game. I think it's everything that actually makes it the entire package that makes it so valuable. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Land is going to be one element of many, I think. Um, so just circling back to, to the actual question, which I guess is, do I like this project? This project is a good project. Is it is it value right now? Hard to say because there's so much FOMO in the market. Um, and what I wouldn't want is to say, yeah, it's a solid investment and loads of people don't research it and just get into it, right? I, I don't know if now's the right time is my answer. Um, but it looks like a good project, right? Um, I'm, I'm not saying don't invest in this one. If you're already invested in it, 
you know, you've two X your, your money, um, happy days. It'll probably continue to, to, to do well. Um, but there's going to be people that are moving money about in this market. So the bull run is really difficult to navigate if you haven't navigated it before. Yeah. And you, you haven't got like an insider's guide, you know, do you know what I mean? Like there's people that know stuff's going to happen before it happens. Yeah. If you haven't got that guy that knows, then it, you know, you're going to kind of get into that FOMO habit and uh, lose out. Ultimately people lose out. Right. So yeah, look for solid projects, look at the teams, uh, look at the, the, the stuff that they're doing. This project looks good. Just don't know if I'd get in at this price. Anyway, let's move on because I kind of feel like I'm just saying the same stuff. Um, <clears throat> okay, uh, another super chat. Really appreciate that. Soul, Ada, or Dot, which will have the biggest gains this cycle? It's such a challenging question because they're great projects, all of them. Very difficult question. Um, I think out of all of them, I think it's going to be incredibly close. Right? I think that... Um... They're all going to be very, very close contenders, but I do think that Cardano is probably going to edge it just because of uh, some of the things that they've got going on in the background that will basically mean more transactional volume. And um, that will be in, you know, Dish, Boost Mobile, um, you know, schools over in Ethiopia. Those are digital identifications or require transactions on chain. And we're talking about 13 million in that alone. Um, I think that's going to have a huge impact. It's potentially going to take them uh, over the edge from a percentage point of view. What's your thoughts, Chris? Well, they're all great projects, right? I'm invested in all three of them. Yeah, yeah. and I'm not biased in any way towards any of these projects, right? Um, Soul's great. One thing I would say, though, is it was down for 24 hours. Everybody seems to you know, have forgotten about that. Not that that means that they're not going to be successful but that's not the best is it right um you know it's heavily centralized um but it's a great project right i don't agree that all the influencers should be jumping on the bandwagon like they are just my opinion i'm invested i like the project i think it's going to do really well it's already done very very well i think it would i think it will potentially flip ada briefly but I do think it would be briefly. Um, once that transaction volume for ADA gets, gets going, again, I think it's going to be slow. I don't think we're going to see it immediately. I, did, I said in the video, I think three weeks earliest, we're going to start to see ADA pump, the absolute earliest. Um, dot parachains, I think it's two weeks' time. I could be wrong. I could be off that on that slightly. Um, but, you know, I think we're going to start to see the, the you know, the price move like massively. I know we're seeing it a little bit, but I think we're going to see it really move. Um, it's, it's so close. Like, I don't think there's much more left in, in Solana, but, you know, with all the influencers pushing it, I could be off on that. Um, so between, for me, it's between Ada and, and Polkadot. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely is between those two. And it's just a tight, it's tight to say which one categorically will do better than the other. Very, very tough question. You asked me long term by a country mile, Ada. A couple of countries. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, I like all three projects. But for me, the use case 
continents are going to run on ADAR. Like, I don't, I can't say that about Solana. I can't say that about Polkadot. Um, but I can say that about ADAR. Um, plus, you know, when, when we talk about like the DeFi side of things, like Maladex has solved impermanent loss. Yeah. So, you know, for, for me, this is, this is still, this is still the beginning for, for ADA. I get all the, the FUD and all that sort of stuff, but I'm not frightened to, to go against what everyone else is saying in the space. I'm not frightened about that. Like, and if I'm wrong, you know, I'll, I'll put my hands up. I won't be that person that says, you know, um, I said that we were in, or we weren't, you know, I said we were in a bull market back in May if I didn't. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not that guy. I'll just be honest, right? Um, so I'm not frightened to, to say it. It's what I think based on understanding the, the tech behind it, understanding the fundamentals, talking, we've talked with the team immensely. Like, you know, we've had people from uh, IOHK on the show. Um, so, you know, we've got a good understanding. We talked to to others um, in the space as well about Cardano. Um, three great projects, though. Like, such a difficult one to get right. Anyway, let's move on. Great question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not to put us on the spot. Uh, Engine TA. Engine TA, sure. Let's jump down. I like being waiting, prepared, just... Kind of sitting by on the sidelines. Why I just like <laughs> absolutely bob. It's <laughs> uh, all good. It's all good. Right. So, okay, here, guys, we have uh, pretty much a blank weekly chart for Engine. Um, and the reason this is we just haven't really revisited it for, for quite a while. Really like the project, though. So let's actually start off with um, drawing in, um, you know, what's been going on. We have five impulsive waves. We know this. So we can go ahead and draw these in. Uh, we obviously have this uh, moving up nicely and pulling back down for wave four. And the question then becomes, where does wave five go, right? Where do we put wave five? Well, that's what we're going to figure out. Um, so we're going to just take this out and we're um, we're going to grab hold of our trend-based FIB. Uh, we're going to take it from the low of wave two, uh, like we've been talking about previously in the stream. We're going to take it to the wave high, uh, three high, and then we're going to come down for the wave four low. Uh, now we obviously know where we're going to place our fifth wave. We're going to pop it up there. And this is $17.36. So not too bad from a $2.54 uh, trading at the moment, right? Progressing quite nicely to the upside as well. Uh, stochastic RSI on this weekly chart is progressing up to the upside now, uh, heading into the overbought area. Again, I'm not overly concerned about that on the weekly chart. You can see it spends quite a bit of time up here as well. And obviously, as it's a weekly chart, um, you know, each one candle is a, is a week, right? So every movement on the stochastic RSI is a week. So again, a large amount of time can pass whilst you're up here. Um, and then obviously when the bear market comes, I do anticipate us pulling back down into the oversold area. Um, you know, eventually where we were in wave four, where we were in wave two, etc. So um, progressing quite nicely to the upside on the weekly chart. Do you want to kind of just cover that? Now, obviously, this is the optimistic model, $17.36 on the 4.236 extension. Um, again, you know, that's where I do anticipate truly finding a bit of the the, the peak of engine. Um, so let's actually jump down into our daily. This is where we look at the more conservative model. Again, we just take a look at the high of three and the low of four. This actually shows us moving out to $14.54. Again, a not too bad uh, position considering our current position of $255, right? Um, so again, not too bad. And the stochastic RSI on the daily is actually uh, getting corrected right now. We are looking to pull this down from an overbought area. And we're trying to get this into a nice lower area so we can take that traction back to the upside. Steady 
uh, rise has been happening here um, to the upside on this uh, this daily chart. Um, and as you can see, you know, we had a pullback here and we are progressing up to the nicely to the upside. Now, um, is this a cup and handle? That's the question. I don't think this is, is a cup and handle. I think we've actually retraced far too much uh, on the handle size. Let me just check. Uh, 49. I mean, it's very, very tight. You could arguably say it, it might be. Um, I, yeah, and we'll look at it. We'll look at it. We'll um, grab hold of this arc and uh, we'll just paste this on here. So we are looking at potentially pulling down uh, into that area. Um, let me just pull that back up. It needs to be about there. Um, and then obviously we go for the handle. I think the handle is far too deep uh, myself. I don't think that's necessarily the right um, way to really look at it. But if that were the case, then we would actually be looking to push up uh, a little bit higher. So our low was have been here. And yeah, we would have completed that uh, $3.30, which we could have come in um, a couple days ago on the, oh, yeah, yesterday, in fact, uh, where we went up to $3.50. Okay, so if that was the cup and handle, I don't think it would have been. I think that's just a, a coincidence that we actually pushed up that way. Um, I think the handle came down too low myself and it's very, very sloppy. But nonetheless, and we have obviously taken that out if that were the were the case and the cup and handle would have actually fulfilled its destiny of uh, of being up there at uh, $3.30 when we wicked up to $3.50. Now, obviously, we pull back after that good run that we just had. And obviously, we will be checking out what happens next. So when we jump down into our hourly view, here we can obviously see that we are tracking an interesting move. So um, what we do is we'll just take this up a little bit. We had a good run to the upside. Now, this upside move was uh, you know, an A, B, and C, right? We can see there's that. Um, is it a part of a bigger move to the upside? I would say that actually, yes, that looks very, very good. Uh, yeah, ooh very close. I would argue to say that yeah, it's actually a part of the third wave. So um, I would say that this looks like very neat-ish kind of move to be had. Um, so an impulsive move to the upside is what that looks like to me. Um, wave four did not cross, but it came very, very close to crossing wave one, almost invalidating that altogether. Um, and then from here, what we are tracking or should be looking for is an A, B, and C. Now, that is not a very neat A, B, and C, considering how big the A wave was. I would anticipate that we are looking for more downside, um, but we're getting very, very close to completing that. So I would say that we are looking for a pullback, um, but considering the stochastic RSI, I think there's more upside first. And um, so what we're looking for here is to see whether or not we are actually going to go and invalidate uh, the ABC down with an ABC up, okay? So if I actually take a look at this and zoom in a little bit, what we're looking for now with, with traction on our hourly chart and our stochastic, whether or not we can rise up higher than, uh, let me just make sure I get my wick high of uh, 287. If we can move higher than let's say 288, then actually there's no more downward swing to necessarily be had as a part of an ABC move. Instead, we end up with this bigger move to the upside. So everything's kind of playing out as in, watch this line. Let me actually grab a horizontal ray. Uh, that's our target. We want to move higher than 288. Okay, so if that happens, then that invalidates the downtrend and actually then should actually start to trigger either an ABC move up or another bigger kind of um, A. The uh, uh, sorry, impulsive move with these five impulsive move, um, impulsive waves to the upside, right? So that's really what we're tracking there. Um, if uh, if we do pass, you know, that uh, 288 and the ABC pullback does not go lower than 
our B or our C, right? So we are looking to basically pull back. If we go lower than A, then, you know, we're looking for an A, B, C down um, like this, right? That's one way of looking at it if we pull that down lower. Um, if, however, we actually start to see this move up with an A, uh, one, two, three, for example, and then our fourth wave stops here and goes higher, then actually, you know, that's actually an impulsive move rather than corrective move. So again, interesting to see how that plays out. I think all eyes should be on 288 right now for engine. If it pushes higher than that, we're looking good. If not, do expect more down, uh, downward swing here and to complete an ABC. And in which case I'll mark this one up. I think there's a good level of support in here. Um, right in this zone that we bounced from previously at 228. Okay, so one of the two things will happen. We'll either end up with uh, this bigger A, um, kind of B and C wave coming in down towards this area here, or we'll end up with a bigger push to the upside, um, pushing in with an A, B and C, or potentially even an impulsive move to the upside. So all eyes are on 288 right now to see how that one plays out for engine, but it's looking pretty good right now. Good traction to the upside overall. And um, yeah, interesting times do lie ahead for, for this project. I really do like engine as well, Chris. So I know you're quite quite keen on this one. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I really do like it. I think it's in my, I put it in my uh, my five to watch. Um, I do think it's going to do well this week. Um, okay, so uh, what are my thoughts on Occam FI? Really, really like it. Um, I, I, I called this one out quite early on. Um, I do think this project's going to do really, really well. Another one that I really, really like is Vent Finance. I don't like them um, in the respect that they... Uh, wouldn't let me get any tokens when I was trying to buy them. Uh, um, I guess it's community sale. Um, you had to kind of put the reason why you should get them. Uh, I didn't get any twice. Um, so you're I haven't invested. Bitter. You're not bitter. <laughs> I'm not I'm not bitter. They're a fantastic project. And the reason why they're fantastic is they're customer centric. They're customer focused. Um, they've thought about the, the customer and they've worked backwards. Uh, and for that very reason, they're going to be very, very successful, um, but just without my investment. Sad face. Um, okay, uh, what else we got here? We've got Anchor, please. So what I'm thinking, Chris, is that the fact that we're 10 minutes overrun now mm -hmm. is taking these next few Super Chats and actually running them out as full videos, if possible, um, yeah. rather than um, doing some half-hearted, rushed technical analysis now. Um, but instead actually do some full dedicated videos on the channel tomorrow to cover them off. So Anchor, we'll do that one tomorrow. So watch out for that one. We'll just do a whole video dedicated to you, Joe. And uh, I will dedicate it to you, Joe. I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> um, and we'll do a whole piece of analysis on Anchor uh, in a dedicated 12-minute video um, for that. Um, price, uh, good price for vet this run, conservative price. Do you mean by the end of the bull run? Do let me know and I'll, I can quickly just run that off. Um, and I don't know about this one, Chris, but uh, ERSDL. Any idea? Mm. I'm looking at the chart. I have the chart. There's not a huge amount oh, of data. Yeah. But... I, you have looked at this one. Uh, the, um, what is it? Federal Reserve something, isn't it? Yeah. I've, I don't know yeah. how long it's been going. How long has it been I've got going? 165 days worth. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, sorry, 165 days worth. Um, so, yeah, I can do some technical analysis on it. It's not going to be the best, though, with uh, that kind of time range. Um, the hourly is interesting. Do expect some push to the upside. Um, I don't know if it's really worth a whole video on its 
own is the only thing and i'm not sure there's a huge amount i'm gonna be able i mean i'd say that it's looking to push up next and that looks quite keen and quite obvious that we should be looking for a bit of a push to the upside um let me actually just bring this up on the screen it's going to be a little bit easier um so here if we come into the daily right this is the this is the problem we have if we've only got this as our data range right so we can see that we're oversold on our daily chart so we will be looking for a push to the upside now we were of course down here um not too long ago if i grab hold of my price range we can see that when we were last oversold, we were at this end point and we rode this up by about 39%, right? So some pretty good gains were made there before getting wiped back out. And again, this would be a part of a bigger, like a move, I keep saying it, but like an ABC move to the downside, right? You can see it here. Now we're looking for a push to the upside, um, but we are looking for momentum and we're not really finding it right now. So we're in a trend that is to the downside overall. Um, so again, we are trying to find that kind of level of momentum that is going to be required to really take this out to the next level. Um, but we aren't quite there yet, right? So um, I would say that we are trying to find some bottom here. There's a, that's definitely a wick there. I, I think some more downward trend is likely to happen. I think we're going to come down a little bit lower yet. Um, I would say that this is a really interesting area of about 10.6 cent. Um, so I would say that actually, if we were to look at like, let's just say a buy area, right? Um, if we were to come in anywhere on here, this yellow box area coming in at 10.6, if I actually get another horizontal ray and I just mark up the lower bound, 9.4, that seems to be an interesting area for buying. Basically, that's where we've wicked down to but never closed in. Therefore, we have a chance of wicking into this area then getting a reversal out. Last time we were down in this area was when we started to see this kind of traction happen and we had this huge push to the upside right before we started to find this downward trend here now we are of course um, tracking quite massively on the downward trend and um, so if we actually grab hold of our fib and we run this up and we can start to see about where we're retracing to we are pretty much you know below the 786 heading down towards a full retracement which is rather unfortunate normally you'd find yourself bouncing from a 618 a 702 or a 786 right we were bouncing from here we rode this back up and then we fell back down again and um, so right now we're not doing particularly well so i would be anticipating a bit of a push to the upside find resistance and then pull back down if we come into this yellow box i would expect then to see a bit of a reversal and a bit of a push to the upside overall on our hourly chart though uh, again, taking a look at those things, we are looking to push up, but again, that momentum isn't quite there. If we throw the volume in here, you can see that volumes are sporadic at best, right? We have selling pockets, we have buying pockets, and nothing consistent from a volume point of view. So I'd expect that we will be looking to um, potentially push up now, um, you know, a little bit. I mean, there's a potential pullback actually looking at it like... Yeah, there's, there's not a lot of uh, useful information here. I would say that we're heading up towards our trend line. Um, that seems to be the pattern that's forming here. Just by glancing at it, you can see we pull back, we push up, we pull back, we push up, right? So we are looking for that push up, considering our low bound on our stochastic. Um, but again, I'm not expecting big movements with this one anytime soon. I think we've got to consolidate down, get down into this lower area. And then once we've bottomed out on our daily uh, stochastic RSI wise, um, once we're down here, bottom this out, and then I think we're going to get a nice reversal and a big push to the upside and um, breaking the downward trend. But for now, I do expect that trend to continue just a little bit longer um, as we kind of get into November. Um, anything else you want to add on this one, Chris? Uh, nothing to, to add on that. One thing to, to just mention, though, is David Swartz has managed to wrap XRP, um, or, or it's coming very, very soon. 
Uh, so anybody that's got um, XRP trapped in Ethereum wallets might be able to get it back. That's really interesting. Um, Very interesting. I'll dig into more. more yeah, detail definitely. And um, so paintballing <laughs> for life. Um, yes, end of year, uh, end of the bull run. So one dollar twenty uh, for V chain. That seems to be the optimistic model based on the trends of wave two, three, and four. Um, that would basically put us at $1.20. If we want to be conservative, $1.01, just based on when Bitcoin was at 65K and the trend down to 28K. That trend line for VeChain indicates $1.01. So conservatively, we're talking about a dollar. And if we want to be optimistic and really push out every dime that we can for VeChain, then we are aiming for um, you know, for that, that level of $1.20. Okay, um, but Chris, I think that is um, that's going to bring the bull run, uh, this stream to a bit of a close. Do you think? Hopefully, not the bull run, though. Not the bull run. No, <laughs> we're going to keep the bull run going, um, but we are going to close off the uh, the stream here. I think. Yeah. Super. Yeah. Sounds good. Fantastic. So we'll do that dedicated video for Anchor for Joe and. Um, Guys, if you found this useful, informative, maybe entertaining at times, hit the like button. We really do appreciate that. If you happen to be new to the channel, then why not go ahead and subscribe, tap that bell, select all notifications. And in doing so, you'll be kept well informed with uh, with at least three videos that we do here at Cheeky Crypto. If you join us on Discord, you'll obviously be kept informed with pretty much everything that we do. Uh, right, with that said, done and out of the way, I hope everyone has a fantastic day and we'll catch you all in the next one. Yeah, take care.